Today, we're chatting about all things websites, getting into the nitty gritty of which website platforms are the best, easy to find templates, what matters when it comes to your logo and brand colors. We'll also get into your navigation bar and what mistakes you might be making and what it takes to keep people coming back to your website. I'm joined by my amazing and super fun friend, Julie Butler. Her mission is to help female entrepreneurs build and grow their business so they can achieve a level of success that goes above and beyond by creating irresistible high converting brands that let them connect with their dream clients. Grab your favorite drink, pen and paper, because today's episode is filled with juicy little nuggets you'll need to create a simple but click-worthy website. Hey there, sister. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm your host, Allison Scholes, and I am on a mission to help mompreneurs like you ditch the Instagram overwhelm and take control of your time on the app and build an extraordinary brand and business, but still be fully present with your family and just be crazy happy with your life. This show is filled with Instagram strategies, marketing hacks, branding and business tips with a side of coffee and Jesus. If you're ready for some juicy content, you know what to do. Hand your kiddos those tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, whiskey, or wine, and let's dive in. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. And welcome back, Julie. It's so good to have you here today. Thanks so much for having me again. I love being on your show, Allison. I love our conversations. And it's just such a pleasure to be around such a bright lights. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. What am I looking for here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're awesome. I love, I love you. I love your energy and just what you're all about. Ah, uh, thank you so much. And I love having you back. You were actually back um, in the show or in the show on the show back in February of 2021. And we actually talked about how to create a strong lead magnet, which was really a great episode. So if our listeners want to hear that, that is episode 99, but today we're going to kind of build off of that episode and we're going to be talking about our websites and how to keep people on our websites and how to keep them coming back for more. But real quick, Julie, just do a reintroduction for the audience. Sounds good. Sounds good. And I hadn't realized it's been that long since we did our last episode <laughs> know, right? together. What? Time just flies when you're it having does, fun. It eh? does. It does. <laughs> So guys, my name is Julie Butler. I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years now. I started out as a photographer and about three years ago, I knew there had to be more than just having a service-based business locally, right? Because I can only do like photography. It's, it's uh, uh, like a person-to-person thing, right? I can't like, there's only so much I can do as a one person doing photo shoots. And well, you know how it's been over the last two years with the whole COVID thing and whatnot and lockdowns and everything yeah. makes it a little bit tricky when you have a service-based business. But anyway, so about three years ago, I knew that I could, I knew that I could take my business beyond that. And I wanted to have an online international business. And so that's how it kind of started. I started with the stock photo membership, which turned into um, having an online course called Beautiful Business in a Box. And I, I'm a creator and I'm a designer. So now I, I'm having a, uh, a really fun time creating and designing WordPress Elementor templates. And so that's kind of like in a nutshell who I am. I have 
three little puppy dogs that are so cute. And I'm hoping that they're going to sleep during our time together. <laughs> I close the shutters. <laughs> And I have two boys, teenagers, 16 and 13. And tomorrow is our tomorrow, uh, which is June 15th. But today we're recording this, but tomorrow is our 20 year wedding anniversary. Wow, that's awesome. That's amazing. Congrats. And I love the work that you're doing. Anytime you you. uh, put out there that, oh, I did, I designed a new website. I'm always going to look because you just do such a beautiful job. And that's what we're going to talk today about like websites and what's truly important on our websites to grow our brands and our business. But before we jump into that, I just want to touch base on a little bit of tech. What is the best website platform to use in your opinion and why? Okay. So here's the thing about, you know, tech and like in 2022, there are so many options out there and it's crazy, but The thing with websites is that, you know, there's ShowIt, there's WordPress, there's uh, Squarespace, there's, and there's, there's other ones out there, which I'm a WordPress girl. I've always been WordPress. That's not true. Actually, years ago, when I started my photography, I actually had a ShowIt website. But what I didn't like about ShowIt was the monthly reoccurring fee that you continuously have to pay, right? It's hosting, but it's also your whole platform. And it adds up, actually, like it's, it can be like if you're looking to save a few bucks, I don't think that show it's the way to go in as a first time website or if you're looking to, you know, because the fees, they add up, right? When you're right. you're talking about all the, the systems and softwares that we use and whatnot. So I really love WordPress and WordPress is known like it's it's the one platform that everybody knows about and it's so easy to find templates for wordpress like you can find wordpress templates like it, they're they're so easy to find and it's easy enough to customize right like i know that if you're that person that's really not techy at all um there's the templates are, and you know, like I, I even use templates, like I'm good at designing WordPress templates, but I also use templates because who wants to start anything from scratch, right? Right, right. So, <laughs> right, like why do we do that to ourselves? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, there's no need for it. And it's so cost-effective now to buy a WordPress template, like a, a full website WordPress template for like under a hundred dollars. So, so I love WordPress for the ease and the, you know, the word, the themes that I've purchased from different, um, different businesses, they, they have like step-by-step instructions on how, how you can, um, and I still follow the instructions because you go step-by-step and then your business, your website is done. Now, another one that I know a lot of, of my friends use, or a, a lot of people that is very popular is also Squarespace. And I think Squarespace is another one that's easy to use, user-friendly enough. I actually recently, con- like I moved over a client from Squarespace to WordPress and that wasn't too difficult either. So, so if you're on one platform and you're, you're not loving it, it's not that difficult to change to another platform. But the point of all of this is that I don't think that what matters most is that if you're going to build your own website and create your own website, It's important to go with the one that feels more intuitive. Which one do you have a look at? Like if you're exploring three different, like if you were exploring, for example, Squarespace, WordPress, 
and show it, for example. Which one are you called to the most? What templates or themes you know, do you like the best that work with the platform that you're going to use? And so I think that that's the most important thing is if you're going to be building your website yourself, go with what feels right and what feels more intuitive for you. Because I don't think there's one that's better than the other. I think they're all good. And it's really down to the cost, right? So kind of do a cost comparison of the three. WordPress is free. You're just paying for the themes and the hosting, of course, which is always the additional fees, right? But I think that if you go with your gut, um, you can't go wrong. And I use WordPress as well. I've used it for several years and I've really had no issues with it. And you're right. Their system of setting up themes is just so easy. And then mm -hmm. you mentioned Elementor, which is actually a page plugin, correct? Yes. So that's actually yes. a plugin that you put on your WordPress site. And Elementor is really just an easy way to build pages. Mm -hmm. I have Elementor and I actually paid for the pro because almost every one of my pages is done with Elementor because yes. they make it so dang easy. <laughs> I'm all I love, easy. love, love. Elementor is like, I'm like, I, if I could be working on my website pages all day, every day, I would, yeah. <laughs> but that's, and we'll get into that later, but it's Procaster branding anyway. <laughs> but the thing with Elementor, there are other page builders as well. Like there's a new one, well, a newer one that I just recently uh, found, which is called Cadence. So you can also find, and it's the same thing. Cadence is just another website page builder that you can upload on your WordPress website and design your website using themes that have been created on this platform. There's also Beaver Builder, which I have a few friends that use Beaver Builder, which they love. There's no templates for Beaver Builder, however, I don't believe. But Elementor is so easy. You can start with the free version if you want to experiment and explore. And then you can create some of your own, your own pages. They have templates within the pro, like uh, they have beginner templates, like in, in the free version. But after you become a pro, which is decent that I think it's affordable, then I think it's an annual fee. And then you can use the pro features. So they have extra templates for you and extra fun features that you could do some fun, fun, funky stuff on your pages when you're creating. So yeah. if you're a little bit more advanced with creating website pages, you can do some really fancy stuff. But if you, you just want, like you can create beautiful pages with Elementor free version also. And I myself have created, because uh, I design and create website pages, Elementor templates, and I there I have a full set that I did with the free version and they're beautiful. That is really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And now that we're getting into talking about design, how important is the logo and brand colors on your website? Like, okay, do they need to be everywhere? Do you put them in certain places? What, I mean, obviously, when someone goes to our website, it needs to showcase our logo and our brand colors. Yes. But like, what is the right way to do it? So the right way to do it, and I'm going to reiterate this, is don't overthink it. <laughs> don't overthink it. So your logo, if you don't have one, or if you want to tweak your logo, first of all, don't spend too much time on this. Go with your intuition, what you're guided with. You can find logos on Creative Market, Etsy, for a really reasonable price. Then you can make it your own. Sometimes on Etsy, you actually, if you like a logo, 
you can't you buy it and then the seller um, will change it and customize it with your name or your business name or whatever for like 20 bucks. Like it's super affordable, but if you're creative, you can, you can just go in Canva and create your own logo. Like my last three, four logos, I created myself. I just went in and I just went in and I, I, sometimes I'll look because Canva also has um, logos in there. And then you just tweak with your, your company name or your, your, your name, whichever name you're using for your business. Um, so easy, but again, don't overthink it. And you know what, if it's not permanent, if you change your mind in six months from now that, you know what, I don't like this logo anymore, just change it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, like we're not Nike and, and, uh, Lululemon and whatever, <laughs> like, look, right. Like, like, I think that we, we, spend so much time thinking that our logo is so important and it has to be perfect, but it really doesn't because what matters the most is you, you matter the most people buy you. They don't buy what you do. They buy who you do, like who you are. Right. And so what's important is yes, create a logo. And if it's not a 10, it doesn't matter. Get it to, to a likable place, but we spend, we can spend so much time in creation mode because sometimes that's fun and it keeps us from doing the hard stuff like selling. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and I colors. think, yeah. Well, I was just going to say in colors, I think too, yeah. people try to be too clever. And I was going to say that about our brand colors that we feel that, well, we need to have all of them everywhere. And do you think, no, we need more white space. And then if you're going to use a brand color for a button, stick to that color for all your buttons and not make it clever and crazy. Cause when we make it clever and crazy, then people are going to go, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think too, like, I think I'm not, I'm not one person to be in the whole, oh, this color means this and that color means that. And, and, you know, you should go with these colors because they reflect emotion and whatever. I'm not that person. I really truly believe that if you go with the colors that pull your heart in, that is going to make you shine because you're in love with your colors. So for example, I'm a pink girl through and through. I love pink. Everything you see of Julie Butler is pink. I have a pink keyboard. My purse is pink. My watch is pink. My phone is pink. My clothes is mostly pink. I just love pink. And so I've always had some type of a pinky shades on my website, but I'm like one of my friends, and this is, this is uh, a lesson to you. One of my friends said to me, Julie, you should have like more bright colors to stand out. And I'm like, really, you really think so? Okay, I'm going to try it. So I went on Pinterest and I looked and I found this color scheme and it was awesome. It was hot. It was like, bright purple and turquoise and fuchsia and yellow. It was beautiful, beautiful colors. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go with these colors. These colors are awesome. It had like a tropical vibe. Like it was really cool. And so I started designing some of my stuff with those colors, with the tropical vibe and feel. And I started going on my website and changing the colors. And guess what? It wasn't working. Nothing was happening. I was trying to create... I wasn't liking anything. I wasn't liking how the colors were showing up on my website. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. I wasn't finding pictures to match the colors. And I'm like, this isn't working. I can't do these colors, right? Because they're not me. They're right. not the colors that I am drawn to at a per- as a person, as a human, right? 
And so I went back to the pink and boom, everything fell into place. It was so easy, right? Different shades of pink, whatever, right? Like I have like a color palette and uh, it just was so easy. And so, so that's a lesson to you guys that if someone suggests that you should go with certain colors, if they don't feel right, don't do it. <laughs> but a good way to find your colors is to go on Pinterest, make a secret board and look for color palettes or look for website designs. Cause you can look up website designs on, on Pinterest and put them in like whatever you're drawn to, whatever color palettes you're drawn to or brand boards, put them in your secret board. And then when you open up your secret board and you'll scroll through, you'll be amazed at the pattern of colors that are showing up for you. Those are your colors. Yeah. So go with that. And so now you can create and you can get uh, free brand board templates anywhere, but use the brand board template, plug the colors in. And when you're designing your website, you do not have to use all those colors. If you just, if you're designing your website and only two of those colors work on your website, then that's what you do. I think I use three. I may have five colors, but I use three colors because I keep it simple, right? Mm -hmm. And clean. Clean and simple is important when you're playing with colors, unless you're someone like Leonie Dawson and you have like the rainbow of colors, right? right? It's gorgeous and it works for her, but that's how she's branded herself, right? And so so you can get away with doing that if that's who you are and that's what feels like your authentic self. And that's what I have to say about colors. I really think you need to feel into your colors because if you if you if you don't feel your colors, it's going to be difficult to create, design your website and all of your marketing material that you're going to create to go with that, right? And it's so easy for me to go in Canva and be like, you know, my my color palette's there and I go pink, 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 and I change the design based on my colors and it just looks so beautiful. Everything flows, everything looks nicely together, right? Do I ever alter? Of course I do. Like I've got that bright fuchsia pink button on some of my sales pages because that was that's what works. Or on my checkout pages, I've got that ugly red. Um, if you're doing some kind of an upsell, I've got that yellow with a red border, ugly color <laughs> on the checkout because that's what works. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that you're talking about following your intuition, but keep it clean and keep it simple. Hey, just a quick reminder that the Insta Accelerator Academy is now open. If you're sick of jumping from coach to coach and course to course to not only build your business, but explode on Instagram, then this membership academy is the answer. Not only do you have access to a ton of Instagram and business building bundles, which you can do at your own pace, you'll also have access to monthly coaching calls with me and a private community of other entrepreneurs who have your back. If you're ready to take back control of your time spent on Instagram and grow your brand and business with ease and confidence, and finally show up on social the way you were always designed to do by the grace of God, then head to bossladyandsweatpants.com and join the Academy. No need to dump thousands of dollars into masterminds and high ticket coaches. Get the clarity and confidence you need that costs less than your monthly manicure. I'll see you inside the Insta Accelerator Academy. Now, when it comes to website 
pages. Let's get into mm -hmm. the content a little bit mm -hmm. because I'm sure people are overwhelmed when it comes to their website. They think they need like everything. What are the must have website pages? Okay. So, and it's funny you, you were talking about this now because I'm actually one of my friends is like, I need this page and this page and this page and that page. And I'm like, okay, what is the one thing you want to sell right now? <laughs> mm. All you need is that page, right? But the go-to pages that if you want to have like a, a home base for your business, the pages that are kind of like the four or five, like they're not must-have pages because you can decide what pages you want. You could just have a one page as a website, right? And have your different services there or your offers or whatever you do. Like if you just offer one thing and you just want one page, then have one page. But most people have a homepage. And I think the homepage is kind of like a quick overview of what you do and who you are. Um, and then an about page, because sometimes there, there's those people who want to know more about you, right? And what makes you who you are and and how long you've been in business or, or how can you help, how do you help your people, right? Uh, the about page is what's important to know about the about page is that it, it's not all about you as a person. Exactly. It has to be about how you help your client, your audience, your community, right? So it has to be about, so usually it will, it will come from a transformation that you've had and how you've discovered this and that. And now you are able to help them do this and have these results, right? So that's important. Like I'm not a copywriter by any means, but I, I know some, some tips and I know the about page. Don't make it all about you. Make it fun, but make it about how it is that you help your clients. And then a contact page is always good to have, right? But that's super simple. Just have your contact form there, maybe a photo of yourself so that people are able to communicate with you if they're, they need to ask you a question or if you have different services, you can have a drop-down menu if they want to talk to you about you know, your podcast or, or your, uh, your membership or, or your one-on-one -on -one services. Um, and then those are like the three main ones. And then some, you might want to have a service page. So a page on which you will have what lists your services. And then um, of course, with the contact page, you can have a thank you page if you want attached to that, but also the form will auto generate a thank you message for mm -hmm. you. Um, but that's, those are really the pages. And then, and then you get into your offers pages, right? So if you have multiple offers, for example, um, you know, your blog, of course, like if you have a blog, you're going to have a blog page, but all the themes out there have a blog page. You don't have to do anything. It's, it generates it. Auto generates it. Yeah. That's yes, like the best. Yes. Cool. Exactly. Thing. That's the, that's the best thing about uh, pages, but you want your homepage and your about page and then your contact page. And then a service page. So your offers, right? Now we can dive into and get into the nitty gritty of, you know, like I, I probably have 50 pages that I've created because, right, right. I have a course and I have the Elementor templates and I have so, but if you're just starting and you just want to have a home base to send them to something on your, if you just have a home page and about page and a contact page, those three pages is a good start. It's, it's not so overwhelming, right? Like if you just focus on your homepage, okay, you know, what it is, what is, what it is that I do and who I help and how do I help them, right? 
And then the about page is kind of like a, that's an easy page to create because you can just, you know, put a picture of yourself and little bio kind of thing, and then your contact page. So that's a good start. And on your homepage, you can throw your freebie, your lead magnet on there so that there's a way for them to stay and communicate and stay in, in, in your world on, and get on your email list or your, you know, your social media platforms that you're on, et cetera, et cetera. But one thing, and I don't know if uh, we'll get into this a little bit more further as we're talking, but what I want to tell you is when you're creating content for your website, when you're creating copy, like when you're writing little spiels or whatever, short and sweet. Keep it simple, get to the point, don't use fancy language, you know, like I don't want to sit there and read a paragraph and trying to figure out what it is that you want, that you do. Make it super clear who you are, what you do, and how you can help them. It doesn't have to have chapters of books on your pages. <laughs> I read a book one time and it says that when you're on a website and there's so much text you're, you're burning calories. And the more calories you're burning, you're going to lose them. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we the more calories, calories, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but because I don't, we're all busy and we don't, we have the luxury of not sitting there all day reading website pages. Do I read website pages? Yes. When I'm interested in something, I read it word for word. But before I do that, I skim, right? I go through what are the mm -hmm. titles, what are the headers or the taglines or whatever. I skim. And then if it's a if it's like what I'm looking for, then I go in deeper. But, but you want to make sure, yeah. I think it's important for people to understand that when we're creating our websites, we're not creating it for us because we have to be in the brains of yes. people scrolling. Because yes. when someone gets on your website, maybe they've landed on your freebie page or they've landed on your homepage. The, what they're thinking is, it's not, ooh, who is this? It's what's in it for me? Yes, yes. That's the, my, we have to think that. What, you know, what's in it for me? And that's how I kind of talk about Instagram, your Instagram bios. Don't make it about you. Yeah, make it yeah. about them because when they go to your accounts, they're thinking, what's in it for me? What Same can thing. I get from this person? Same with the websites. What's yes. in it for me? Same thing. And also same as your Instagram account, how you're showing up. It's about them and it's about how you serve them. How can you help them? What transformations can you create for them? Because we are, it, it's a world of, there's so much going on out there and it's so like that, that shiny object syndrome, right? Like, and it's so important to catch your person's attention right off the bat. But if you're talking about yourself, People, this is, I've read this so many times, they don't care about you. They right. care about what's in it for them. How is it that you can help them? How can you make them feel like, ooh, I need this because this is going to be the transformation that I need to fix X problem, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I kind of want to switch gears here because we were talking a little yeah. bit about almost like the beginner or someone who really doesn't have a website or maybe they do and there's not much on there. But let's take someone for me example and who has had a website for years. We have a lot of offers, right? Maybe we have several freebies. Maybe we have a couple different services or offers. We have a lot. <laughs> I have a lot. Uh, I know. Let's <laughs> let's talk about 
the navigation bar. Because sometimes I'll go to websites and you click and the drop down box is like 16 <laughs> options, right? Are there any <laughs> mistakes that people are making with that navigation bar? Because I think, and as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, we're thinking they have to know everything we do. But is that really the right mindset? Because actually we could be turning them away because are we confusing them? So what should yeah. really be on that navigation bar to keep people there? <clears throat> okay, so again, I'm going to go back to do what feels right for you. My thoughts on the whole navigation bar, and there's no right or wrong way. I think also if test it out and see mm -hmm. what works, right? But a lot of us sometimes we're not selling all the things all the time. And I'm realizing that now, right? Like I don't have to have everything listed in my in my nav menu. If if this week I'm I'm selling beautiful business in a box, then I'm gonna focus on that in my nav bar, right? It's okay for you to have your nav bar show one course one week, and then next week I'm gonna I'm gonna sell my one-on-one -on -one services, so I'm gonna change it to that, right? So your nav bar is not set in stone. It's one of those. It's another one of those things that you can change as you go. Now having, you know, 10 items under uh, like your, your drop menu can be overwhelming. It can be overwhelming and it can be confusing. And so I think that for one, if you have multiple freebies, for example, or offers that you'd love your, your people to have or get your head, their hands onto, I would create one homepage for all of those freebies, right? And list them and go, okay, freebie number one, freebie number two. And that's what I did. I did a resource page. Yeah. I've got my freebies there. And then underneath, I've got the, the things that I, um, the people and companies and whatever that I've worked with, or uh, you can put your affiliate links also yeah. on there, right? Like if you're affiliates with anybody, it's a good place to put them. But at the very top is my freebie number one, freebie number two. So that's a good way to lump some, some of your like menu items, right? And your, uh, put them all on the one page and then they can link out to that landing page of that different offer. Same thing with our courses, if you offer three different things or four different services, you have a course and then you offer one-on-one -on -one coaching and you have a membership, put them all on one page in order that makes sense as a buyer. So if someone comes into your world, maybe they're going to start with this first, or maybe like you can put them in order that makes sense chronologically has, okay, you know what? Like if someone comes into my world, chances are they're going to buy this first, right? Or they might jump to the next thing or the third thing. So then you can just put them like simply one on top of the other, each service. So the one, the first is like your group program. Your second is your one-on-one -on -one offer. And then your third is your membership or however you want to, you know, put them on. So there's only one option at the top button. And then they click on courses and then your, your um, offers and services are on the one page. I don't have everything in my nav bar because I think it's also common knowledge now. I think the more and more, if I don't see anything in the nav bar, I go in the footer. So in the footer, you can find contact, blog, things that are, because some, those are some of the things that you're going to link on Pinterest or on your blog, on your email. When you're sending an email to your subscribers, you're gonna send them to your blog post. 
I, I think that the blog, like I don't go on someone's website, I may, and we're all different, but personally myself, Allison, I'm not going to go to your website and click on your blog because I'm coming to your website because I clicked on something that you shared in your stories or in your social, what do you call that? The clicky page, the social media, your Instagram page there. Mm-hmm. there. Yeah. The link in bio. <laughs> link in bio. Yeah. So I, I I come to your blog from an outsource, from an outside link, right? Like I, that's how I, I like I'm personally, I won't go to your website and be like, I'm going to go to the blog and check out what she's got, right? Like I wait for the prompt in the email newsletter or you're telling me on your Instagram stories, oh, go check out this blog post. That's kind of the thing. So I, and maybe I'm wrong by thinking that, but I think that I think that if we're not finding something, usually it's in the footer because there's those extra links there, you know, that the links that you don't want in your header, I put them in my footer. That's and a I really think good that's strategy. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that strategy of putting your priority in the top navigation bar. Yes. And then, you know, things that are just almost evergreen, you can put in the footer. And in then footer. I, I also built a resource page as well, too, because personally, when I was going to someone's website and I would see a drop down of all these options, mm-hmm. they think they're going for one thing and then they see something else. And then there's a distraction. Yes. You've already yes. pulled them away from the other thing. So I did the same I agree. Thing. And me I, too. I, I'll go to someone's website. I'm like, Ooh, I got to ch- check out all of these, but if they're all on the same page, it's so much easier. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And easier to design as well using good old. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But your menu, you can change it all the time. Like next week, I'm going to sell this. So that's what I'm going to have in my menu, my navigation bar. Right. And you can have your home. Like, so if you're missing, like, so my website, I have the same amount of menu items on my logos in the middle. And so I have two and two or three and three, depending on, you know, I play with my menu all the time, but if you're missing one on one side, add the home. But most people know that the logo brings you back to home. Okay. That's good Mm -hmm. to know. Yeah. Yeah. I think I knew that too. Mm -hmm. Now here's the ultimate question. (laughs) (laughs) Now that everyone's like, all right, I got a couple pages starting. I got it the way I want. I got my logo. I got the colors, got my navigation. How do we get good organic traffic? That's the ultimate question. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, and this is not an overnight success. It's not instant gratification. But I think the, the most important word here that we should remember in all things business is consistency, right? Consistent consistency wherever it is that you're going to play. And so there's different places that we can play, right? Like, And by play, I mean, show up and decide that that's the platform that you're going to use to uh, showcase some of your, your blog posts, uh, offers to get people back to our site, right? Because that's important. We want to get people clicking and coming to our website. So um and I just want to go back to that whole, the copywriting thing. If there's, if there's, if it's too overwhelming, people aren't going to stay and they're not going to continue clicking. So by keeping it simple and concise, you get people to continue clicking. So I think that there's so many places, right, that we can get organic traffic, but the key is consistency. So I like Pinterest because Pinterest, but Pinterest is a long, is a long game. Right. You don't start posting on Pinterest and and you're not going to get results in in a few weeks. 
you have to continue doing it sometimes for years before you get like that, like ultimate traffic coming to your website. Right. But it's, I think Pinterest is an easy enough game that we can just show up and do the, the, your due diligence by posting your stuff on Pinterest and in long-term because every little bit adds up. Right. So Pinterest is one place. YouTube is another place. Now I, I decided not to go with the YouTube channel because we have to also tap into what feels right for us and what it is like. And if it feels overwhelming, don't do it because the energy is not going to be good around it. And you're just not going to attract the people anyway. So it doesn't matter. But Instagram, right? My Instagram queen. Uh, Instagram is another place that we can share our offers, our freebies, and serve our community in a way that they're going to be interested in us and our offers and what we have to say. Facebook is another place. Facebook groups are popular and your Facebook business page. I think also email list, right? So go back to episode 99 because you want that lead magnet. You want to get people on your email list. And we talk all about that in that episode. Collaborations. Yeah. I think that's 2022. If you're going to do anything, collaborations. Get on people's podcasts. Collaborate with them. Do an email freebie exchange. Hey, I'll send your freebie to my email list. Can Can you send mine to yours? Other ways of collaborating. Uh, offer uh, one of your biz besties, see if you can show up in and train, do a training in their uh, Facebook group or in their membership, right? Sometimes you have something good to offer and a good opportunity for you is to create a training that uh, a business, an entrepreneur out there that has a membership or a course, they can put that in their course or their membership. And that's another way of getting that organic traffic, right? Well, and I think too, that people have to remember that even though you've designed this beautiful website and you did the backend work with the SEO, so you will get the Google organic traffic. Uh We cannot forget to promote our own stuff. And And we can't promote it enough. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. Sometimes I'm just like, wow, this certain lead magnet, I haven't gotten, you know, some signups lately. And then it's like, well, have I even been talking about it? Guilty. I'm guilty too, Allison. <laughs> I know. I think we we're so in tune with our business and creating all the stuff and all the content that sometimes we're like, we need to sit back and actually promote it and be proud of it. You work yes. so dang hard on it. Be proud of it and put mm-hmm. it out there. And people have to see it. it. It used to be like seven times, but isn't that like yeah. tripled now? Isn't I it? don't know, but it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. People need to see it and you know what? a lot of times. And think about it. Do you get sick of seeing your mentor's stuff all the time? Like someone that inspires you and that you're so in love with. Do you get sick of seeing their offers all the time? I don't. Never. 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 I never get sick of seeing. Like if like there's this girl that I follow and I'm like, she's going to be my coach one day. I never get sick of her sharing her same offer every day or every other day. If anything, I'm seeing how she's doing it and I'm learning. I'm taking notes. Right. Right. That's another thing too. We can never sell our stuff enough. Exactly. And don't be afraid to do it. No, not at all. And it doesn't matter if you shared it yesterday, share it again today, because, you know, I don't know what the algorithm percentage is nowadays, but most people don't see it. Yeah, exactly. Or if they do, they forgot or or it's (laughs) like me, I'm like, she's going to share it again. And that's going to be my reminder. Right. Yeah. Like exactly. it serves as a reminder somewhere. Oh yeah. I wanted that thing. Thanks so much for the reminder. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. So get out there, 
design your websites, take it easy, use Elementor because trust, trust Julie awesome. and I, it's awesome. It's the best <laughs> ever. And don't forget to promote the stuff you put out on your website. That's how you're going to build your, your community and your brand and your yeah. business. So, and yeah. don't overthink it. And your website doesn't have to be a 10 before you start sharing it, get it to a seven or an eight, because you know what you can tweak it and finesse it after. I've been tweaking it for three years now. So yeah, I love tweaking. It's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> well, Julie, this was an awesome conversation. I, I can't thank you enough for being here today. So where can our listeners check out your amazing work? I'm at juliecbutler.com. And if you want to come and play, hang out with me on Instagram, I say play. That's where I play. <laughs> on Instagram, my handle is juliecbutlerxo. And you can see all the good stuff on my website, juliecbutler.com. If you're interested in those freebies I talked about, it's juliecbutler.com slash resources. And you'll see that's a good example of how I've listed my freebies and all of the things that I am proud to promote. Yeah, definitely check out Julie's website. It's beautiful. I love her mm -hmm. navigation bar. I actually creep on her page once in a while when I need some inspiration or how she's done something. <laughs> <laughs> and I encourage everybody to do that. Yes, there's nothing like, wrong creep, with that. Creep yeah. away. There is nothing wrong with creeping and being inspired by others. That's amazing. Thank you so much Thank for being you. here today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I can't thank you enough for listening today and supporting this show. The best way to support me and grow the podcast is by leaving a written review on Apple iTunes. I promise you, I read every review and take them to heart. And don't forget, head to bossladyinsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies or hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.